friends in a movie. Two 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 friends in a movie. With Madison Sixto. With Sixto and Matt. With Madison Sixto. With Sixto and Matt. How are you? Just fine. Welcome to the Sixto and Matt show called Two Friends in the Movie. I'm sorry, I was going to start that again. Welcome uh-huh. to Two Friends in the Movie with Sixto and Matt. And Sixto. With Sixto and Sixto. You and know, Matt. I was thinking on the train coming in here today uh-huh. that we sit here and we talk about movies. Yeah. But no one really knows us. That's true. Like, who are these people talking about movies? And where do the accents come from? <laughs> so I think we should do a brief introduction of ourselves. Oh, yeah. And make this kind of like a reboot of two friends in a movie. With Sixto and Matt. With Matt and Sixto. Uh, sure. How do you... So... How do we start? Do we talk about so ourselves? Like- my name My name is Matt. <laughs> I'm the, the one who goes first in the, uh, the title. <laughs> That's how you know me. I'm 36 years old. I'm a white American from Long Island. And I have the greatest movie taste in Long Island. Since Siskel and Ebert. George Siskel calls me for advice on movies. (laughs) Joe Siskel dead? (laughs) Not that the other one was dead. Not sure, but I thought he was. He might be dead. <laughs> I think they're both. Well, he dead. called me from beyond the grave because he can no longer see these movies because ghosts don't get it. So he calls me and goes, "Please keep me up on what's happening in the movie world." Right. And let me introduce my partner. His name is Six Toe. No, it's not Six Toe. It's he, Six Toe. He's the second name in the title. He's forty-eight years old. I'm forty. Forty. What four zero? And born in the Dominican no Republic. No one really knows where he's from. I'm born in the Dominican he Republic. He says DR, but he really <laughs> trusts those people. Listen here, Trump. <laughs> Unlike Mexicans, Dominicans bringing uh, drug C- dealers. Cocaine? Drug dealers. Not Colombia. What good drugs do you guys have? Nothing. No dr- dealers, bro. I didn't say we do drugs. Yeah, we Can crack crack cocaine was invented by a Dominican? That was invented by a black guy in California. No, no. Have you ever seen the show Snow? Snowfall? Yeah, and it's a lie. (laughs) I'm going to believe Hollywood. Okay. Um, But, uh... uh, Hollywood! uh, I'm I'm 40. 48. I came came here at age 13 in 1991. And I lived here ever since. Uh... And I have possibly the most amazing taste in movies. Since Sandy Canyon? Since Sandy Canyon. (laughs) 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 Sure. Uh, And, uh, yeah, man. Roger Uh, Ebert? uh, Sure. (laughs) One of them? One of them. Um, And uh, Matt and I met uh, here at at our job. It was very romantic. 
was a romantic rendezvous. Took me out for a dinner at PJ Clark's. <laughs> I had a hamburger, french fries. Yeah. Soda. Yeah. He had... Fish and chips. Fish and chips. Yeah. With the water. With the water. Because he's a diabetic and he couldn't have the soda. <laughs> That's how we bonded. That's how we bonded. That I could have sugar and he couldn't. <laughs> he was always envious of me. Is that true? And then he learned about my music, my movie taste, and was even more envious. <laughs> and thought if he put his name on the same title as mine, that's, that it would rub off. It would, yeah, it would come as a team and not so much just me right. and him. Right. So that's how we ended up here. Um, he brought the microphone. Sure. You know, it's interesting. I, I'm, I'm. Now that we're talking about this, how did we end up having a podcast about specifically movies? Because we were on the train, and you were going to Jamaica, and I was going to Babylon, and right. we were sitting there, and we were talking about. You were talking about the Kevin Smith podcast, and you said, "Hey, I'd like to have my own podcast," and I said, "Yeah, that'd be cool." <laughs> end of story. <laughs> the so end. We, and then I was like, why don't we do one? And you were like, I always wanted to do one about movies. And I didn't have any other better ideas. <laughs> so here we are. I think that's it. That's, All right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we're both very excited about this podcast. We're very excited. We have... <laughs> A very I, good movie you for know, you today. Today, out of any other days that we've done this, I really feel like we sound like the shorty balls uh, uh, thing from SNL. Shorty balls. Yeah, that, I sound like we're talking just like that. Yes, like the like the like uh, those two girls. Yeah, I forget uh, who played those people. Was it Kristen Wiig? It's, it was not Kristen Wiig. It was Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon. And uh, uh, Rachel Dratt. Yeah. I think it might have been Rachel Dratt. I think so, too. And, and then Alec they had Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Yeah, so good. Classic. Yeah, classic. <laughs> Anyways, but I I feel like I sound very much like that today. I don't know why. We're That's talking very soft. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah I think so. Um, yeah, today we decided to... Uh, <clears throat> actually, we kind of had a talk, which Matt... A talk. Me, we had a talk. A talk. Uh, Matt kind of talked to me back and was like, That's exactly what we do. But I was like, Hey, instead of doing like movie reviews... Why don't we have a movie, like, uh, blog kind of thing? And he said, yeah, that's exactly what we do. I said, but blogs are written. Let me speak. Yeah, but this could be a... A, a, audio, a video blog. Audio blog. Audio. It's a video. It's, a, it's an audible book. That you can it's an audio book, yeah. And so he said, that's what we do, you fucking idiot. Don't and quote I said, me. Uh, uh, end quote. Don't and, quote and, me, bitch. <laughs> I ain't said shit. <laughs> And then I realized, ah, oh, yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> Big up to Easy E right there. <laughs> Anyways, today, today we're gonna talk about a movie that uh, surprise, surprise, we're talking about a movie today. <laughs> you guys didn't see that one coming. That we both like a lot. It's called uh, American Psycho. American Psycho, or I like to call it American, American Dream Psycho. Uh, starring Christian Bell and, and and the Joker. The Joker. So he's Batman and the Joker in a movie. 
in, in a movie. Oh, shit. I just realized that. Oh, snap. <laughs> it's the two of them. That's awesome. Uh, it's, it is uh, <clears throat> based on a book uh, written by... Uh, Christian Bale. No, Christian Bale did not write this it's movie. It's a true story. Uh, who wrote the book? I don't know. I don't read books. I'm audible, remember? Oh, yeah. Let me see who wrote the book because I think that's... Uh, that's an author. I think that's an author. We should come better prepared for our podcast. Yeah. But we're uh, not. We're... Brett Eston Ellis is who, the guy who wrote the, the novel. And <clears throat> it is... Uh, a book with pages. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's a great movie. It starts with this uh, explanation of this guy <laughs> trying to say... Um, Talking about, I think, you know, if, if I have to make a, a, a point about what this, mo- this movie is about, I think it's about American consumption, right? Sort of like, sort of like Fight Club. It's about American consumption and how that makes an a an American white man in New York go crazy. Did he go crazy, or is he just like imagining a shit? narcissist that has no emotions? I think, but I think he's imagining these things, and to him, they're real. I think this just feeds into him. Okay. Like, okay. the lifestyle, like, he's, the lifestyle doesn't make him crazy. He's already crazy, but the lifestyle makes him worse. More, right, and, and it's, it's an interesting thing, because I never saw this movie, and I asked more than... That like like this is what white people are like. <laughs> That's what, what white people are like. This is what I thought for the longest time until I started meeting and dealing with white people, and I was I realized, oh no, crazy people come in all colors and shapes. Yeah, but white people are pretty crazy. Yeah, and it just is really is about consumption and what what you think you can get away with and what uh, what that world of being rich and and consuming really makes you. And the uh, the fact the uh, what do you call it the um, I know this is making for a great conversation yeah the fact that he needs to feel like he needs to be this certain person yeah which makes him crazier because then he's trying to be someone he's not every single day right and that's making him lose his mind more and more right by trying to be this person that he thinks he's supposed to be I just uh, I, one thing about the movie that I like a ton. That there is this level in the movie that doesn't make you understand if this guy is really imagining this or if it's really happening until the absolute end of the movie. You know, like like you're going through the movie thinking like this this couldn't have happened. Like when he shoots the cop car and it just blows up. Yeah, but but like even that is just like I don't know that that's that's such an the, the the very extreme of it. But even the beginning of it when he's dealing with the hooker and he's like, Hey, come to the house and he gets the other hooker that he calls in the other hooker, and then there, and he's like giving them instructions and talking about movie. And right before that, when he kills the other guy, right? Because he does it right before this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all of these things are happening, and you kind of feel like, did that? Are this? Who? How is he getting away with all this shit? Yeah. And then, and then you start. The movie starts this this constructing all of these scenes. And him going backwards into thinking he did this, he did this, he did this, and then he's tracing his steps so that he can clean up. And you realizing that it's, none of it makes sense. None of it is happening like he thinks is happening. None of it. And 
but you're left with a question mark, I think. You know, like, at the end, were you really sure that he didn't do any of these things? Yeah, like, and did he do some of them? Could he kill the homeless guy? Yeah, like, did he? Right, like, did he, did he, is there, like, the head on the fridge is probably not true. But he obviously had a crossing with the hooker because she sees him again and she's like, I don't want to deal with you again. Mm -hmm. But is even the hooker real? Yeah. Who knows? And all you know is that he had those fantasies and then the secretary found the book with all the drawings in it. Right. With him killing all the women and stuff. So who knows? Like, it doesn't... I guess it's... It doesn't really clear it up, but it really gives you an idea that it's not as exaggerated as it's shown to you. Yeah. And again, I think it's supposed to not be real, because then, like, at the end, when he's going to the apartment, and he's like, didn't, uh, what's his name, Josh Allen, whatever the guy, uh, Jared Leto, didn't he live here? Yeah, and they're like, like, no, no, get out of here, no, never come back. But even the reaction from the lady kind of gives you this idea of, like, this guy is obviously has a certain look to him that people are recognizing as, oh, no, this guy's yeah, he's fucking off. nuts. And, like, when he does the confession in the bar at the end, he's like, I killed him. He's like, you didn't kill him. I had lunch with him last week. Right, in in London. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that he then turns out to be the guy that he wanted to choke in the in the bathroom, the one whose girlfriend he was yeah. with. Like, all of these things, it's, it's a bit confusing, you know, to some degree, because you got to keep up with a lot of the names and who's who. So that you can just be like, wait a second, you, you're the other guy? So is he really you, like the the version of you that you think you are? Yeah, or to who you want to be. And Right, I, I don't, I, it, it's a bit confusing. It's a bit, it's a bit. It's um, a bit everywhere. Everywhere, but it's so genius to present in this, in this format for this movie. Yeah, it's like, it's like it's a bit everywhere, but s- somehow not. Right. <laughs> it's like I mean, all it's, put together, but somehow all everywhere. And obviously for anyone that's seen this movie, of course this makes sense that that's the point of the movie, to keep you disoriented all through it. Even at the very end where he's kind of like being like when the, the, the lawyer is like, what the fuck, get the fuck away from me mm-hmm. moment. You really, you are disoriented as to what what does it mean? <laughs> yeah, no one knows his name and they keep getting it wrong. And it's right, just... right. <laughs> He's a nobody trying to be super somebody. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very strange. Um, interesting things, too, visually, how the movie makes a ton of sense. <clears throat> there are all these all these cuts through it that really make you also, back to the same point, feel so disoriented because mm-hmm. there's a lot of shots where the, he opens a door and then it's a door to the closet. There's nothing there. Then the closet that he opens where all the bodies were in there, you know, like like it just has a different dimension. So you you really are at a point in your head where you're like, Well, is this even the same place that he was in? Like I, I don't I don't really think, but um of course memorably the shot where he throws down the uh the uh what's it called? The uh chainsaw. Oh, that's my favorite scene when he's She's running down the stairs. And he's kind of like following her yeah. from the on the top of the stairs, and then he lets it go. All of those shots have a, a certain uh, symmetry that makes you feel like like well, this is obviously the crazy part of him. But the normal the normal parts with all the close ups and everything is close up, close up, mm-hmm. close up, close up to his face, his close eyes. up to Derek Leto's face, close up to eyes, close up to the car. There's a lot on on the on the on the. Uh, what am I looking? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the science of the shot, like the yeah. construction of the shot, the composition. That's the word I was looking for. That really makes you. Sorry, I, I just I have gas. 
<laughs> Sorry, I was adjusting my microphone. It, there, there is a, there's a lot of that that really makes you kind of go a little crazy. I feel like I was a little crazy even by the editing. Yeah, it's definitely it's something that you watch the first time. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> None of that really happened? Like, what happened here? Yeah. And you have to go back and rewatch it and rewatch it and try to understand a little more each time. And do you, uh, let me know if I'm crazy, do you, you laugh at crazy. any of the shit that happens in this movie? Um, I do, because, like, some of, like, his faces he makes, like, that right. evil smile and right. how, like, when he was talking about, like, the Whitney Houston records and the Huey Lewis and the news records and just, like, you kind of get, like, you're not this guy and it's just, it's weird and it's... I, lo- I love, uh, well, I mean, and there's two things about this that make no sense to me. And one is somebody that looks like he looks in this movie would not be ignored. You know, like, I don't, I don't buy that. So then at the end of the movie, I, I end up thinking, is this really what he looks like? Yeah, like, I don't know if that's true. Like, if, does he, is he this guy? Right, because I don't, I don't know that somebody that looks like Batman can be ignored. I don't think women would not would ignore that guy, and I don't think men would ignore that guy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he has a certain presence to him. So then I, I keep thinking, then is he really? Does he really look like that guy he was trying to choke in the bathroom that then turned out gay? Yeah. <laughs> like is that what he looks like? I think so. And then he has this image of himself, which is what he's we always seeing this mm-hmm. image of himself. That's mm-hmm. why when he's looking in the mirror and he's like when he's having sex and he's like yeah, doing yeah, his yeah. arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like is he not really? Like, and the girl's looking at him weird. Right. Like, I wonder if that, like, in the mirror, that's what he's seeing himself, but he's not really that Right, sort of so thing. then it's like, if he looks like the other guy, it's like, oh, my God, if you're that guy doing that, it kind of feels like, oh, God. Because he's definitely, <laughs> uh, definitely got some mental problems going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other, the other part of it, uh, that I was going to say, uh, I love that scene when he shoots the cop car and looks at the gun, like, they're like, huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Even to him, that seemed crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's the point when you start to realize, like, something's not right here. But and I, I actually, in the, in the, I think in the book, and I might be absolutely wrong, and, you know, if you can comment, you can say if this is true or not, but I think in the book, the shootout with the gun with the cops is the only real part of his craziness. What do you mean by the real part of his business? Like, I think, I think in the book, there's a lot of shit that's happening that's only happening in his mind. And it becomes clear to you almost at the end of the book. But I think, and I don't know because I haven't read the book. I might have seen this, like, in a comparison video or something, where the part where he's shooting at the cops and the car blows up is the only part that he does that's actually crazy that he really did. Like he, you think he actually killed those cops? And yeah, yeah, and got away with it because, because, I, and I think, and, and don't quote me on this, I might be entirely wrong, but if that's true, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome, <laughs> but th- that seems the most craziness that, like, I feel like none of that's true. Like, from when he leaves the restaurant, after he breaks up with Reese Witherspoon, he leaves the restaurant, and he's trying to get the money out of the ATM. And it says, feed me straight cat. And he's, he's got the cat. He's going to kill the cat. And the lady walks over and he kills the lady. Right. And then he kills the cops. Then he kills the the, the, the front the bell, the bell hop, whatever the guy at the desk. Like, I don't think any of that happens. Uh-huh. He calls the lawyer screaming. Yeah. And, like, 
You just don't, like, the cops don't disappear. Like, you just blew up two cop cars and killed two cops. Yeah, that's like, right. It's not just going to stop chasing you. <laughs> but, and it also makes me laugh that when that scene happens and the helicopter flying out, it's very, it's very good fellas. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the helicopter's outside and he's like, oh, shit, they're coming for me. There's no helicopter anywhere. Um, it's an interesting concept. I, and I think more than interesting... It really, it really absorbs you, and I think that's one of the coolest things about this movie. And I think that's the greatest job that's done by, 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 uh, um, the movie. No, yeah. by Hanson, the director. Hanson, right? Mm-hmm. Bop. No, Harry. Harry Houdini. Mary Harron. Which is the director. Mary Harron had uh-huh. a little lamb. Mary Harron had a little lamb. And I think that's one of the greatest uh, uh, parts of it is that I think you go a little crazy in this movie. I think and also, crazy. and I think it's seductive. Which, it's very seductive because it keeps you like, because yeah. you kind of like feel for him a little bit. Like you don't get to know the people he kills really. All you know is him. So you don't really feel for the victims. You kind of right. feel for him. Right. Because, like, is he a tortured soul who can't escape and he keeps confessing and doing these things where he should be getting caught, but no one catches him and no one believes him? Right. And he's like, is it cries for help? Like, someone please save me. <laughs> I'm going to keep killing people. And everyone's like, get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> and and uh, there's one part in the movie which is great where he goes with the, uh, the, the, what is it? The, I do murders, murders, and, uh, what is it? I do mergers and acquisitions, but it says, I do murders and mutilations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the lady goes, what do you do? Murders and acquisitions. It's like, oh, you do mergers and acquisition? <laughs> and, like, does he really say those things? Cause, yeah. Because, like, like, he says, like, when he's eating dinner with, with Reese at the end, and he's like, I have homicidal tendencies that I can't control. And she's like, what are you saying, honey? Like... Is he just thinking these things or right. mumbling these things? Right, right, right. Or is it all like a, like a picture in his brain, like yeah. a movie in his brain that he's like, oh, right. but it, there, there is a quality to this movie. Just and, and I'm sorry to keep comparing it to Fight Club, but you I should think, be sorry. Yeah, but I think there's a comparison in I in think it's substance. very Fight Club. In, in substance, yeah. there's a comparison where it's, it's very seductive to kind of feel like, yeah, I if I could get away with it, it's almost like, um, what's that movie, the, the Purge? The Purge. Like, if I could get away with murder, and uh, that's not me, and I'm not saying I want to get away with murder, but like, in a, in a... It's where you feel. Yeah, like Like, when he kills Jared Leto, because that Jared Leto character's an asshole, everybody knows the asshole they work with, they yeah. just want to fucking kill sometimes. <laughs> no, no. We don't actually ever do it, but you get to the point where you're like, man, you'd be so much happier if this guy didn't exist anymore. <laughs> I've never felt that, and uh, it's a little extreme, but but I I cannot. It's an exaggeration of that feeling because it's a feeling of like, God damn it! If you weren't you weren't here, it's not murder. It's just like if you didn't exist in this in this environment. If I had an axe and a raincoat, man, <laughs> no, you'd be so dead. <laughs> no, the feeling is more like I wish you didn't work here, and then that is an exaggeration of that feeling where it's like if I could only kill your ass. And then chop your head off and put it in the fridge. I would be so much happier. I'd be so happy if you were dead. <laughs> no. And there, there is, there is, that exaggeration is absorbing, but I, I think that visually, the visual sense of it, because the first murder, you feel like, holy shit, guy. And by the time he's killing the hooker, you're like, 
this guy is obviously has a problem. <laughs> but you're laughing. And by the time he shoots the cops, I'm I'm cracking up, dude. I'm like, this shit is obviously crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, right. It's, it's so ridiculous that it's, it's already it's obviously craziness, but there's a part of it that is it, it, it just is the imagery of it and I think it's the subject of it that is just seductive. And I think that that, that is all done by by obviously, you know, the movie itself, like the way the movie is mm-hmm. built, the direction, the editing. Everything about it that that makes it like be like man, this looks fun, and, and I think the 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 fact that they don't give you the answers makes it that much better. Right. Is that right? Because you at the end you you're expecting like all right, he's gonna get arrested. That's right. like when he's he's confessing everything to the lawyer. I'm like mm. all right, this is the end of him. Someone's gonna call the cop and this guy's gone, and nothing happens. And you're like. Yeah. Is this going to continue? If these are dreams, are they going to involve into murders eventually? Like, how often can you think right. of murdering people until right. you actually start murdering people? Right. So you're just left with all these questions. And, and I think, you know, uh, uh, you know, I just thought of something. You know, sometimes you have, like, images in your head. Somebody does something fuck up with, fucked up to you. And you want to... And you... And you... Axe their head off? No. But you have these images in your head when you, like, punch them and they get knocked out and then they're crying and they're like, what are you punching? And, and they like, go onto the subway and the subway train comes and crashes their brain. No. Uh, but I, I, I just really mean, like, if somebody bullies you when you're a kid, you usually go into these images in your head when you kick their ass. And they fall on your knife 18 God times. God damn it. <laughs> <And> it <just laughs> fell. <laughs> 18 times. 18 times. <laughs> um, uh, but though that, I think that's also part of the same thing, that we all connect to that level of it. Like the level of it where you imagine somebody that pushes you around and you get them fired or somebody that, that punches you when you're a kid and you punch him back and you knock him out. You know, like that's literally, this feels like that. There's this feeling of like, I'm getting, I'm getting to do the maximum extreme of that same sense, and I think that's what connects with you so much. Is this idea that in your mind you sometimes create these scenarios where you win, you even win. though there's no, there's no winning or losing. It's just a scenario where you're like, hey, I, I did this, I beat this thing. I beat it. It's like and, when your boss harasses you for a very long period of time, so you fight back eventually and they get fired because what you said. You fell your yes. like oh, <laughs> I did something here that was good, and now this person is right. gone. It is exactly like this that. This person <laughs> did not belong here, <laughs> and I'm doing society a greater good. A greater good, right? Like, even though it's, it's going to cost me uh, never getting off a of weekend. It's going to cost, <laughs> but at least but society is better it's because better of me. With, because of me, uh, uh, I just uh, uh, yes, it's exactly like that. Except in that case. Um, that hypothetical case. Hypothetical, of course. Of course, you got away with it, uh, hypothetically. But in there are images in your head where you're like, if somebody says something to you, you say something very witty back. But it only always happens like 20 minutes after it happened. Like, ooh, I should have said this line instead of what I said. So I think that's exactly what this is. I think this is a... Shut up, Becky. A, that's what I should have said. <laughs> My Simpsons reference. Oh. It is it is a, a, an an idea that we all connect with because we all have I think, but I, and I think it's an idea like we all want, but I think at the end of the day, he's a pussy, and yes, and that's never, why he's so extreme, and that's why he's so extreme. Yeah, he'll never ever do any of these things that he wants to do, right? Because he's too afraid to step up, and that's why he lets Jared Leto call him the wrong name and constantly, yeah, and how these people rag on him and. 
how uh, he's always trying to like, oh look at my my card, and everyone's like, well these cards are better. And, yeah, right. Everybody has a he, better card, and he's just quiet about it. And uh, so I think none of this actually happens. I think it's all in his mind. Right. Uh, but he definitely is crazy. And right. Right. I feel if the story continued, eventually he would snap. I, but I and I also think that he doesn't. Um, I don't know that he. I think the point that you made that's most important is that he is a pussy. He's a guy that never get, does anything of any caliber. So for him, that's why these things are so extreme and so vivid for him because he is so far down the ladder that he has to go to all the way to the top of the ladder in his mind to feel like, oh yeah, I'm this guy. I'll get away with all this shit. Um, people will fear me, and I don't know that that's what he's looking for. But like, just I'm getting away with this shit. I'm getting away with this shit. Yeah, man. Um, Another um, American Psycho news. Yeah. They are planning a quote-unquote sequel or remake of the original American Psycho. There is a sequel, though, yes? Well, there, I think there was technically a sequel, but I don't know. With, a, with a lady? Yeah. Like a, like a different version of the same story with a woman. With a woman, yeah. But this is a... Uh, a sequel to the original flick. Starring Christian Bell? No. I think the same character, but I don't think Christian Bell is going to be in it. The remake, which will be directed by Morgan J. Freeman. Not to be confused with the other Morgan Freeman. Hmm. Uh, is being prepped for a mid-May shoot in Toronto. It's Lion Gates going to produce it. Uh, it doesn't say. It said more the more sequels could happen if we make good movies. We could have a franchise here. Uh, I don't know why they're waiting eighteen years to to make a sequel. Uh, there's not much details of what the sequel is about or who's in it. It hasn't even started shooting yet, but the planned sequel seems to be in the works and moving along. I, I it's disappointing. Yeah, I don't. Nobody needs that. Yeah, it's not a movie that has sequel. You're it not supposed have sequel, that, that, yeah, that's yeah. why it's so good because you don't know what happens afterwards. Right. It doesn't have sequel. Uh, sequel. What is it? Uh, uh, sequel substance or whatever. Yeah. It, it, it's, yeah. it ruins the original because right. if you find out what he turns into, then you don't have that speculation anymore. Right. And the ending now is stupid because right. it doesn't make any sense because you're just like, oh, this is what happens. Yeah. And I know we've talked about the genius of that being left open, but. That is genius. Yeah, I mean, that's the point of the movie. <laughs> that's what ties it all together. <laughs> is that you don't know if any of this stuff really happens, or who this person is, or how he's going to react. Or if he did any of it, like any at all, any. like even one, like even if he did one, like the bomb in the street, like any any at all, did he do any of it? Any of it. Is he sleeping with that guy's girlfriend? Is Reese Witherspoon really his girlfriend? Like, right. Or she, does she really look the way she does in the movie? Like nothing, you, you, everything is up to interpretation. Yeah. Because everything is crazy in this movie. I, 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 I am, uh, there are certain things that you can remake. And we've talked about this before. Like, you can have remakes and you can have sequels. That makes sense. I I always I will always applaud the, the Blade Runner sequel because it moved the story forward. But an American Psycho sequel, when we already had an American Psycho sequel and it didn't work, it's just somebody being like, I love this movie and I can tell you I can do better than the other person that did a sequel already. Yeah. No, you can't because that movie doesn't deserve one. It doesn't Leave need it one. Be. Leave it be. It ruins the... It, this is a an artistic movie, a... Uh... An interpretation yeah. movie, something you you ponder and 
try to figure out, and everyone can have their own interpretation of what exactly happens. But if you sequel it, it just it it ruins the original. The magic. Right, and, and look, I'm not comparing this to, to this other movie I'm going to mention, uh, but only within this instance of what we're talking about. It's like making a sequel to Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. How can you? You can't. But why would you? And it's not the most important part. Why would you? Why? And even if you're going to make a remake, why would you? The, the movie already takes place in the 80s like it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. You know, like late 80s. Late 80s, yeah. And, and so you're going to make a movie that what takes place in the late 90s? Like, I don't care about that. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't, this movie, yeah. leave it alone. You're trying to work. sell the name. That's right. It. You right. have no idea. <clears throat> you want to make a movie that makes money. You're trying to sell the name. And that's why movies like... Uh, I was thinking about the essence of a movie that doesn't... That you don't need to change. You don't need to remake. Uh, the essence of this movie is a late 80s movie that already took place. It was perfectly done. It's like... Uh, and this is going to sound weird because it's a weird jump on it. But it's like... What you said, you don't have any any original thought, and you're still in the name. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's like taking a character like James Bond, and and I I was arguing yesterday, they want Idris Elba to play James Bond, and they're talking about. Yeah, it. I heard that. Yeah. And I think this is not a racial thing at all because I am black myself, but you can't. Dominican. Well, but I'm skin color. I mean, I'm brown, and and I have an afro. <laughs> He's got an afro. In, in the same vein of, like, not creating anything uh, new, uh, it always, uh, and reusing a name, it makes me angry that that James Bond thing, not from a racial perspective, but James Bond, well, the only racial perspective about James Bond is that he needs to be white. Yeah. Because James Bond only gets away with what he does because he's a white man mo moving through the world. So if you're a black man moving through the world, you call attention. You have to be highly suspicious. Well, but not only that, but like you call attention if you get into going to places where mostly rich white men get into. Mm -hmm. So that why don't, be out of place. why don't right? Why don't if you want to do that? Why don't you make a character for Idris Elba where you can where you can talk about those things and make him black and not call him James fucking Bond? Yeah, make it a similar character, but not a James Bond character. Right, just make a James Bond-like character that's for Idris Elba, and then you have the luxury of making him the black the black guy that does that. Not a black version of James Bond, but a black guy that does those things. I'm Bond. Black Bond. <laughs> but, but also, also you, can't, you can't just sell me because the name is James Bond. Making James Bond black or Asian or Latino takes away from James Bond himself, so you're not selling the name. What you're doing is you're creating controversy. Yeah, and the the, 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 the James Bond point, the series is dying. They made a mistake with the other guy because he wasn't James Bond. He was an action hero. Right. So it was more now the the suave, you know, debonair, <clears throat> Casanova type of character right. went away, and it was, you know, a Jason Statham type character. Where, like, right, right. He could do anything. He could fly out the window and jump into a helicopter and still kill the bad guy <laughs> in the subway. And uh, so I think they're trying to reinvent back to a, a sex symbol type of player. And you can, but you can do that and not use Idris Elba. And I think in the same point with this thing, why are you giving me a new American Psycho? Why can you make something original that's in the vein of American Psycho? Mm -hmm. And it has the same elements of it. Make something like new. Fight Club. 
like, like yeah, American right. Psycho and Fight Club are very similar, but two completely different movies. Right, and they're also two different points of view of the same subject. Yeah. So make a third different make point make of, yeah, yeah think make a, you know yes. be creative. <laughs> make a third point of view of the same subject, and then say, give it to me so that I can see it. Already, already the 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 Psycho two already Mila Kunis didn't sell it. Yeah. And the name didn't sell it. The, the, rest, uh, the, the Jurassic Parks didn't, you know... No, the Jurassic Parks are garbage, even though the last, the one before last made up, up all the money in the world. We yeah, got to get so, going today. This yeah. is a fun, fun podcast for yes. everybody. Yes. We will see you next week. Yes. And then the week after... We will. And the week after on the streets of oh, Manhattan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll but the next then. podcast won't be for another three months. <laughs> <laughs> well, for uh, Two Friends in a Movie, I've been Sixto Reynoso. And I've been Matt... Slash Gene Siskel Lambertina. And this is Two Friends of the Movie, Matt and Six Doe. Bye. Two Friends in the Movie. 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 With Matt and Six Doe. With Six Doe and with six to and now with many six to many six to many six to two friends in the movie two friends in the movie two friends in the movie